everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast, brought to you by the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which in addition to being the podcast that you're listening to right now, is also a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. Speaking of, our next live in-person show is coming up on Saturday, October the 21st. Advanced tickets are only $8. They're on sale now at laughingliberallymke.com. On that show, we'll have Brian Green, Caitlin McCarthy, AJ Grill, Vanessa Tortolano. We'll have a special activist interview with the Waukesha Rainbowland teacher, Melissa Temple. We'll have sketches from the accountants of Homeland Security. And speaking of, I am so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Bob Rock from the accountants of Homeland Security. Bob, thank you so much for being on the show again. <laughs> what an intro. All right. So Bob <laughs> So Bobby, a question uh, that's been coming up since around 2016 is how should the media cover Donald Trump other than with contempt and ridicule? The answer is not like the story we're going to talk about right now. So around 25,000 members of the United Auto Workers are currently on strike. Last week, both President Joe Biden and former President serial liar, multiple indictee, Donald fraudulent Trump visited the state of Michigan. We're going to take a look how both of those visits were covered and framed by the media. And as the host of Milwaukee's shortest comedy slash news podcast, I know a lot about framing, okay? So, all right, at some point in the last week, the Washington Post, the New York Times, AP. ABC, Politico, NPR, the AP, and more all said in their coverage something along the lines that both Biden and Trump were either at the auto workers strike or visiting striking workers or wooing striking union members, stuff like that, right? All in that kind of neighborhood. Joe Biden did, in fact, visit union members in Michigan. He's actually the first sitting U.S. president to ever walk a picket line, which is preposterous that it took so damn long for this to happen, right? Donald Trump, however, chose to give a campaign speech at a non-union factory shop because, of course, he did. Again, this is Donald Trump, the asshole who famously for decades doesn't pay his contractors, doesn't pay the workers or the people he hires. So there were people at Trump's rally with signs that read, Union Members for Trump. A reporter went up to ask one for an interview only to find out that while they were for Donald Trump, they're actually not a union member. There was another person there with a sign that read, Auto Workers for Trump. The reporter went up to them and said, they were for Trump, but they're actually not an auto worker. There were many other, the person was able to go around and interview some more people. One had a sign that read, Fake Sign Makers for Trump. Another read, Pathological Liars for Trump. Which brings us back to this, the lazy and dangerous ways a great deal of the news media covers this lazy, dangerous, pathological liar. The whole thing's wild and dangerous. Bob, what's your take on all this? Trump really stepped in it again, Matt. And this is the last thing that you want to happen when you're pretending to run for president. I mean, how irresponsible does it look to Trump's base that he skipped the debate to talk to auto workers? If I were a Trumper, I'd be really disappointed right now, especially since he left Detroit without the magic bones of Henry Ford, right? I mean, a presidential campaign is a delicate waltz, and the slightest misstep could cost you an election. It's all about optics. 
Essex. Luckily, he did not appear desperate and confused when he injected himself to an event he wasn't invited to and spoke to non-unionized workers, earning them to join a union. Mission accomplished. He's just that good. <laughs> we have to stay vigilant. We can't make the mistake of undermining the American voter again. It's just too difficult of a choice to go to the polls this no November. On the one side, you got Joe Biden, a forgettable moderate who's responsible for the fastest financial recovery in history, created more jobs than the last three Republican presidents combined, and bought the unemployment rate to records low. He also got Finland to join NATO. And... Just a random thing. He hasn't stopped talking and stared into space for an uncomfortably amount of time. <laughs> and people complain that his son's addicted to drugs. But guess what? Some of you had kids and the direction this country is going. You're going to get your chance. Calm down. <laughs> On the other hand, you have Mr. Donald. Why are we collectively normalizing this bitter old contemptuous racist monster? Seriously, it's 2023. Haven't we had enough? It's not shameful and alarming that we're uttering his name and pretending that any of this is normal, that every single breath that he takes outside of a jail cell is because he's too rich and corrupt and the stench of his crimes are choking our fragile democracy to death. Trump, what is America going to do? You know, just a hell of a Choice. It, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, that puts it pretty perfectly. So, Mike, what I usually ask comedians on the show is how comedy's been treating you lately. I actually know how comedy's treating you because you and I, in addition to being stand-ups, are also members of the Accountants of Homeland Security. And while you are actually performing at Laughing Liberally on October 21st, the Accountants of Homeland Security, our sketch group, is performing a show on my birthday, October the 7th. What's going on? What is this show, Bob? Well, it is called uh, Solid Gold Hits, Volume 1, and it is sketches that we wrote and have been practicing and in some cases have updated a little bit and changed, and it's a mixture of new and old stuff, and, uh, you know, we're really excited to premiere it. We've been working really hard, and yeah, come check it out at the at the Outer World Theater this Saturday at 7.30. Interchange Theater, not Outer World I, Interchange. Interchange, <laughs> damn it, sorry. Is Outer World the opposite of Interchange? No, it's just that there's a theater down here that I've done a couple times that's called that. Okay, the Interchange Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Interchange Theater in It's the Interchange Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> check it out, 7.30. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun, though, because it is. we're doing like a best of set. And right. we actually wrote this stuff. It's so weird because we wrote this stuff in 2017. Most of the stuff is from 2017. We're doing this big thing we do called Broadway for Republicans. And it's odd, It's really one of those things where it's sad that like pretty much like 90% of it is still pretty damn relevant. I mean, there's a few references that we had to swap out. But generally speaking, the stuff, uh, the the world is still shit. <laughs> and, and the stuff that was shit in 2017 is still shit here in 2023. You're like the the lefty Nostradamus, and I mean, come to the show and and find out why. But like you you wrote this stuff a couple of years ago. And then when we were looking over at the material that we we're gonna perform, and one of the sketches came up that we're gonna do this Friday, it became more relevant. Like when we originally did it, it was just really funny, and we we're just like trying to think of the darkest material that we could possibly think of. And it, the fact that it's like 
so much more true now and like basically you did a sketch about last summer uh -huh. <laughs> it's, yeah, just, exactly. it's, it's, it's horrifying we have to stop um yeah we, we can't unless we're gonna write sketches where we become billionaires and then yeah <laughs> it's clearly us let, let that come true it's clearly us that is that are causing all the horrors in the world <laughs> <laughs> well bobby in addition to being a comedian um People have heard you on the show before. Uh, you're also a musician. You're uh, an amazing hip hop artist. Um, multiple. You have a lot of albums out already. The la the, your last solo was Press Start. You work with Green Lights. I know for a fact because uh, I was hanging out with you this last weekend. You have two two new albums coming out in the fall. Uh, tell us about the upcoming stuff. So I've got Memory Lane, which is going to come out first, and that's with me and my buddy Aloe, who is a good, very talented dude. Him and I, after a series of conversations about the pandemic and everything, we started writing these songs. Uh, it's going to be like a seven-track album. Really excited about that. And then I'm working on a... I've been working on a project called The Automat with uh, Greenlight's Music, who did some production for me on Press Start, and I'm in that group with them when we go perform uh, live. Um, but... We decided to do a solo album, just just me, and I'm asking a couple people to feature on it. But for the most part, uh, it's kind of like a concept album that I'm doing. Um, a lot of people might not know the Automat is a kind of a restaurant that was run uh, in the 1930s that sort of fell out of popularity. And these machines would be in the restaurant that kind of replaced all the servers. And it would be like family style seating throughout the entire banquet hall when the banquet halls like like looked really nice. But you would get your food out of these machines and the machines, they, they made it seem like there were these like state of the art type of like machines that were making all this delicious food. They were actually being cooked by people in the back in the kitchens who would just slide the food into these little compartments that people would get them out of like a vending machine. And it, and to me, it's just kind of like uh, a, a metaphor for gig workers and all of the people who right now are working three and four and five jobs and being told that, um, that everything is great yeah. and that they're just not doing something right. And it's just, it's just that illusion of like, we're living in a, in a, in a, uh, a future of luxury and we we're it's just kind of out of reach all the time. And the workers themselves are invisible while you have this sort of shiny veneer that everything is beautiful and wonderful. Mm -hmm. and the, the people who are actually doing the work are actually hidden and it's, and it's actually a lie how the food is getting there. Right. That whole, that whole exactly. dichotomy, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I, I've heard tracks off of both of them. I'm excited for both, and you should be excited for both. But if you haven't, it, th those those are coming out in a couple months. Right now, Bob, where can people find Press Start? Where can they find Green Lights? Where can they find your music first? And then we'll talk about comedy second. Where can they find your music first? Yeah. So uh, I have I have since launched a, a site, a landing site, uh, B O B R O K uh, Rules R U L E S dot com, Bob Rock Rules dot com. Um, and all my stuff, all my links, all my socials are there, uh, bio and booking information. Uh, I'd love to come to your city and rock out. Uh, um, and uh, also just on, on every on, on I'm on every social media uh, handle is Bob Rock Rules, B-O-B-R-O-K-R-U-L-E-S. Awesome. And uh, the accounts of Homeland Security, uh, the, okay, uh, Laughing Liberty is October 21, but let's talk about this upcoming Saturday, October 7th, 
Where can people get tickets for the Accountants of Homeland Security this Saturday? Do you know our website? They should go to the theaccountantsofhomelandsecurity.com. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, usually accountants don't get that right. So uh, actually, <laughs> th- there is no the, though. I think it's just accountantsofhomelandsecurity.com. So don't say the. Or just Google Accountants of Homeland Security. It'll come up. Um, They'll get there. But Bobby, I'm super excited for this uh, this upcoming Saturday. It should be an awesome time. Uh, yeah, so, uh, thanks for what you do it, and I'll see you at rehearsal in a couple days. Laters. All right, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 80 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe if you ever listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.